0: Welcome to Double Fries, No Slaw. It is Sunday night. We're back with you guys again, and we appreciate you hanging out. Myself, TJ Pittenger, alongside Richie Barnes. Um, A shorter episode this week, a quicker episode. Not as much news, not as much going on. We kept you guys for a long time last Sunday, and then a long time again on Thursday. If you haven't gone back and watched that Jeff Cameron interview, it was fantastic. Jeff is, I, I said this, and I even titled the episode the same way, but Jeff, um, Jeff and Gene Deckerhoff tell the, uh, the story of, of the Knowles. And so Jeff definitely does that on the radio every day from three to six. He's your drive home guy in Tallahassee. And I know a lot of people listen to him on podcasts and different other platforms as well that maybe aren't in Tallahassee, but go back and listen to that interview with Jeff Cameron. Really, really good. But again, a shorter episode will be quick tonight. We'll blow through some things and then we will, uh,
1: we'll get out of here and let you guys get back to your Sunday night. But Richie, how you doing tonight, man? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. Uh, yeah, that that Jeff Cameron interview was so much fun on Thursday. I, like, I never go back and listen to the podcast because I, I just hate listening to the sound of my own voice. But I, I actually, I listen and- to your voice too.
0: <laughs> a lot of a lot of our <laughs> listeners probably do as
1: well. But I'm, you I'm, made it too massive. easy. You made, that keep too. Going back. you made that yeah, too. Yeah, I I actually <laughs> went back and listened to the whole thing. And and uh, again, always been a Jeff Cameron fan. But for him to take the time to hang out with us for an hour on a Thursday night literally right after he just finished doing his three to six show for ESPN radio. That, that was awesome. So um, like you said a shorter show tonight, which I, I'm sure our, both of our wives will appreciate that. So we're not just hiding in our offices for, uh, for too long.
0: Yeah. My wife's actually in the other room right now, getting her hair done. Um, so she doesn't really care, but yeah, like I'm going to enjoy the, uh, the shorter episode tonight. So we, we should be, we'll see. Cause we always say that. And then we go for like an hour. We said that the Jeff thing was only going to be like 15, 20 minutes. And then he just started rolling and um ended up being again, a fantastic show. Jeff was so good. We got so many comments, so much love on that. Um, And the same thing happened when he was on the big three roll up. The same thing happened when he was on the roll cast. It's just Jeff in a, um, in a different setting, like a different vibe. It's not just so like news and notes, like, you really get to, like, know him and understand a little bit more about him. And uh, his perspective is great, obviously, being around as long as he has. But, uh, you know, Ivan, he was so cool. I told him to be, like, 15, 20 minutes, and then he was on for an hour. And then he and I are like, texting afterwards. You know, he's, like, messaging me back about the Rays game and, like, just different stuff. Like, he's, like, the classiest dude ever. Can't wait to to get to hang out with him again. We've tailgated before. Excited to hang out with him once we get up uh for Labor Day weekend for that Notre Dame game. But uh, Double Fries, No Slaw, brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. Uh, Make sure you get your gut box, Double Fries, No Slaw. It's the only way to order it. And uh, like I said, we'll be up there. I'm thinking about going up for baseball regionals, assuming we host a regional this year. Um, So hopefully we can see some people and hang out with some people then. But if – Anything there goes wrong and that doesn't end up happening. I'm excited to get up for that Notre Dame game. I'm excited to get up there um on Labor Day weekend. So get your gut box, tell them we sent you and enjoy enjoy throwing that coleslaw out the window, or just
1: not even ordering the coleslaw. Richie, what'd you do this weekend, man? What'd you have going on? Uh, not a whole lot. My uh my buddy Cody, I was at his wedding last weekend. He's kind of monopolizing my April. So this weekend was his birthday. So we did a little brewery bar crawl in downtown Orlando. So that, that was a lot of fun. We we took the puppy out to the breweries for the first time getting downtown. Um, and yeah, just had a nice little Saturday. Today was just kind of, you know, your generic work on the house, do the dishes, you know, mop the floors, all that good stuff. But yeah, I had, had a great day downtown yesterday, enjoying some beautiful weather, a little toasty uh, and just finishing up this renovation on the outside of the house. Right. He's outside right now. So if you hear like a saw working or something, you you know what's going on. <laughs>
0: Um, what bars, what, what brewery bar crawls did you hit? That's that's like my favorite thing. (laughs) Like to hit like the breweries or the distilleries and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So we went to the, um, the priest, the pre Simon hollow. It's like a German brewery right on Lake Yola. So anyone who's familiar with downtown, it used to be the Panera right there on Lake Yola. Um, and, and then a few more, I forget the other names, but it's all like right in that area. They, they all rode their bikes. Um, we don't have bikes. So we just like, you know, went along uh, uh, in the car so we were just doing one beer per brewery because obviously we want to be responsible as well so
0: um good stuff man yeah we we had kind of a busy weekend we ran all over town we had a swim lessons for my daughter yesterday so we were uh and then we well we had swim lessons for my daughter yesterday then we went to brunch which was pretty crazy um we went out with some friends after that we had friends over after that, like it was nuts, and then we uh, we haven't been home much today. We went to church first thing this morning, and then we uh, went over to some friends' house, hung out, let our kids hang out with their kids, and now we're over at my mother-in-law's now. And This isn't my familiar setting that I'm in. We're over at my mother-in-law's now um, hanging out. So yeah, we've been on the go all weekend. I'm excited to uh, to get to tomorrow and, and take my foot off the gas and, and get back to like, you know, work, but like taking a breath and not going, going. So, but anyway, yeah, no, glad you guys are with us again. Thanks for hanging out. We've got several people in here now. We'll get going. Um, I want to start out first with this uh, press release, this apex news that come came out from Florida state. I spoke with Allie about this on the, um, on the peak to pit show that I did um, about Florida state signing a deal with apex to, now have some name, image, and likeness (NIL) um, classes, expertise, advice, all of the above, kind of given to student athletes. Um, Richie, do you want to kind of give some takes on this? Do you want me to read the press release first? Like, what? What do? You, how do you want to? T- how do you want to handle this? But that's this is where we're starting tonight.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love it because uh, obviously in Florida, you know, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law a bill that will actually allow athletes. I believe starting June first of this year. To actually make money off their name, image, and likeness, which is something that I mean, it's wild that it's 2021. This is just now happening. Um, you gotta think, you know, someone like Peter Work probably wins the Heisman if this was in place back in '99. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's awesome. And I love that Florida State is, you know, they're diving all in, you know, head first. They they are going out on the forefront. They have been the most aggressive of any school. I don't think I don't think I've seen anything from Florida or Miami yet. Um, they're probably taking a wait and see approach, but I love the idea that Florida state says, Hey, this is coming. We can push back and fight it, or we can embrace the change. And and they're kind of getting out ahead of it and saying, listen, we're going to have an entire program. We're going to have classes dedicated to how you can build your brand, how you can make money off of your name. And I'm excited because from a recruiting standpoint, if a kid's considering, you know, Florida State or somewhere else, and you know, obviously recruiting's a dirty game, but Florida State can say, hey, come here, we have a program. We are going to help you make the most money off your name as possible. And, uh, you know, what, one of the things I saw from the release, and I'm sure you'll get into it a little more, but the FSU football has more followers on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook than any school in the state, and the second most in the ACC with 1.3 million combined. I think that's just behind Clemson. Uh, who has an outstanding social media department, but South Carolina is not yet on board with this, although I'm, I'm sure it's going to come fast. We'll wait and see what the Supreme Court has to say. But again, from a recruiting standpoint, this is a really big deal for Florida State, and they are definitely using it to their advantage.
0: Yeah, absolutely massive. Um, like you said, they're, like students can actually get credit hours uh, because of courses that they're taking uh, that will heavily focus on the uh, name, image, and likeness bill that has been passed that allows students... Um, and athletes to benefit off of their uh, exactly what we just said: NIL, name, image, and likeness. Um, introductory courses into decision making, leadership, personal branding, social media strategies, wealth management—just um, things that are very. Uh, my biggest problem with <laughs> this is probably a de- uh, debate or conversation for another day. My biggest problem with college is that very little of it is is translatable to, um, you know, actual skills and. And things that you're gonna the that you're gonna use, right? And and that's you know a big problem with high school and, and everything else too. Like just our education system, you know, goes so deep into so many things, and kids get out of school and don't know how to balance a checkbook. not that you necessarily need to anymore, right? With online banking and stuff. But like that was that was my complaint. Like when I got out of school, it was like, well, why didn't you teach me like how to file my taxes? No, why didn't you teach me how to, you know, balance a checkbook and and how to, you know, just do normal live, like go apply for a loan. Like nobody taught. Like they, that stuff didn't exist. And so like, this is very intentional. Hey, here's how you can do things to benefit yourselves. Right. Whether kids are finishing school out and getting their degree or not, these are classes they can take that if they apply themselves can be massive, not only for their, um, time in school but then after school as well we obviously think about the football players and, and maybe the two or three basketball players that uh you know get drafted as well at, at the you know this having an impact on them but the release talked about and and talked about uh who, who's the i oh man? i lost the name dana castellanos is that the name uh yeah the
1: soccer player she has like so, over a million oh, instagram yeah, followers a, mil-
0: <laughs> a million and a half followers and so it's not just the 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 Tamar and Terry's or the Marvin Wilson's or the guys that like you think like, oh, they're going to, you know, the big guys that you think like, oh, well, they're going to be the ones that I mean, this can impact everybody. It's about building your brand. And, you know, we all kind of understand how followers work and how influencers work and how people get paid from social media these days and stuff. Um, it doesn't matter if, if you're the the long snapper or the star quarterback. You know, if you can build your brand or playing a different sport right that, that we don't that we are thinking about if you can build your brand and build your social media and build your following you can get paid and you can benefit yourself down the road and and what richie hit on is so key and so point uh, so on point so many times florida state is the first and over the last couple of years feels like they've been the first to do things and it's been not good you know but florida state in this way led the way um with something that was just absolutely incredible. They were ahead of Florida, ahead of Miami, ahead of every other in-state school, um, and really one of the first ones in the country to really put their names to this and say like, okay, we are going to embrace this and our athletes are going to be better. Like Richie said, there's going to be a trickle-down effect of recruiting getting a bump from it no eventually everybody else catches up right like florida will do something like this maybe we'll do something like this but it's kind of like win you know so i think this is something that's just absolutely massive for florida state and really cool good for florida state to jump on this and get it going quickly but also really really good for the athletes that that are here and will come here
1: um for not only again now but going forward so yeah it's You know, and like you said, obviously, we think about football. So you think about what a guy like Jameis Winston could have made um, in college alone, just in Tallahassee. But like you said, you know, Dana Castellanos from the soccer team, over a million and a half followers. And she had over a million while she was playing soccer at Florida State. Um, So she absolutely could have cashed in on that. Um, And you think of all these other sports, you know, like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Max Homa. He's on the PGA Tour, but he never really won until the past year or so. But in college and when he first got on the tour, you know, he, he was he got Twitter famous almost by roasting people's swings like, hey, send me a picture of your, or a video of your swing. Uh, but he was doing that in college. I think it was at Cal Berkeley. And that's something in college that some uh, golf brand would have paid him a lot of money, probably to say, hey, you know, put our logo while you're roasting these swings or something. So it's again, it's we all think about football and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it works because Florida State doesn't know yet. The players don't know. Um, you know, Jamarcus Chapman, it, not a great football player yet as far as what we've seen on the field, but he has, I think, over a million TikTok followers. That's something that he can now use to cash in. Um, and it, every sport, it, it'll be interesting. It's, how, how good is your Twitter game and your Instagram? Because you could probably make a couple grand a month if you're not everyone, obviously, but the, the few that actually figured out and, and do it, that they're going to do pretty well, even if they never play professional sports in Florida State saying, hey, we want to help you be that first person.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's a massive move for FSU, uh, and really one of the first of its kind. You know, the there are a couple of other schools in the country that have similar deals. LSU in Texas um, have partnerships provided, um, but they don't. They haven't taken it to this level where Florida State has classes that that can be taken, um, can really be taught, and get credit hours for. Learning how to grow your own personal brand again, so much more important than unless you're going into this field like a chemistry class, like the chemistry class I took in college. You know, wasted that was like not only did I waste money on it, I you know, it's just anyway, that's college. You know, that that debate is is for another time. But like I took that class because it was required, but I literally have done nothing with it since. So anyway, something that's really really cool and really groundbreaking and awesome that Florida State is is leading the charge on um some other news and thing something that we'll get into florida state announced um their football only facility um this week just some things around it right like some uh some plans for it some what do you call it it's like some renditions some artist renditions yeah like renditions, they, yep. yeah like what they expect it to look like um some really really cool stuff going on with this, Richie. I'll let you take this, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, and we go from talking about how Florida State's you know way ahead of the curve on uh, this apex name image name image and likeness. Uh, we're a little behind here, but you know Michael Alford, our, the Seminole Boosters' new CEO. A uh, friend of the show, he's done a phenomenal job fundraising and having a vision. You know, last week they talked about changes to Dope Campbell Stadium, how they're going to reduce capacity but make it a much more fan-friendly experience. And now they're talking about a football-only facility. <laughs> they released the renderings. Um, a lot of stuff. I won't get into all of it, but some of the highlights. You know, 13 position uh, meeting rooms, uh, indoor walkthrough meeting area adjacent to player meeting rooms. They'll have a new locker room in there. I'm not sure if they'll keep the one in the more but the, Again, this it's going to have everything: dedicated recruiting lounge and suite um, offices for the entire coaching staff, private event space. that I'm sure they'll rent out. Uh, just a lot of things going on there. It's, and it's not going to be, you know, the Taj Mahal of, of football-only facilities. But at Florida State, you don't need the Taj Mahal. You just need to have one because kids are already interested. They already want to come here. And if you can say, "Yeah, Clemson has a nice slide and a fire pole," but we have the same facility without, you know, that goofy stuff. But Again, I'm sure they'll put a barbershop in there. That wasn't in the release, but th- that shows up in all of them. Um, but it looks really nice. And it's it's going to be a tight fit right there in between, you know, attaching to the indoor practice facility right up to Dick Houser Stadium. It's going to be its own unique complex. And uh, I'm sure all the Olympic sports love this as well, because that's going to free up a lot of space in the Moore Center for them, which they all have to share right now. So, and again, we talked about recruiting with the name, image, and likeness. This is a big deal for recruiting because, again, at Florida State, you don't need the best one. You just have to have one. Florida's broken the ground. Th- there's to be done pretty soon. So, you know, we need to make sure we get this done as well. And Michael Alford is definitely uh, has that vision. We've
0: talked about it with Michael when he's been on the podcast several times. Um, for better or worse, that's what college football now is it is the arms race, it is being in really not just football, but athletics in general. Um, it is that arms race. It's being able to say like, Hey, we, um, we train with the best, our nutrition's the best, our vision's the best. When you talk about the name, image image and likeness deal that they signed with apex, you've got to be able to sell that complete package, right? It's not just Bobby walking into a living room anymore and saying, Hey, I'm going to take care of your son and I'm going to make sure he stays out of trouble. And I'm going to, um, you know, keep my eyes on him and make sure he's a great football player. He's going to go to the league, right? Like it's not just that anymore, right? Like you got to do all that and a lot more. It's not just like, Hey, I'm going to watch out for your kid while he's away from home. Uh, It is, man, what are your facilities? Like what are, what are all these things? And so, like you said, Florida state kind of cutting, cutting edge on the name image and likeness deal with apex, but has fallen severely behind in, in regards to facilities. And so thankfully Michael Alford is here and uh, hopefully he's here for a long time. Uh, at Florida state, but, uh, man, what a, what a visionary and glad that he is leading the charge to get this, uh, wrapped up and taken care of because a lot of really, really cool stuff. Uh, I'm excited. You remember they used to do, I don't know if you ever did any or not, but they used to do the booster tours on Friday afternoons, uh, before the games on Saturday, before home games on Saturday on Friday afternoons, they do booster tours. Hopefully they do booster tours of this thing because it is going to be really neat, um, we know some people over there at the boosters though. So whether they do tours or not, I think me and you'll go check this out at some point, but really excited once this gets up and, and going and running, obviously it's not coming right away, but I mean, there's a lot of things to be excited about. We've talked about the season, you know, we, we will go ad nauseum about this season, you know, over the next several months, but man, everything, everything outside of it, man, is so exciting from the apex deal, the football only facility, the renovations coming to doke, uh, just the vision that the boosters have, they're up over 70% with their uh, One Tribe campaign. So there's a lot of excitement and there's a lot of like, good, good things going on in Tallahassee. Um, I think the football team is catching up. I think we're going to have a better year this year than we had last year. Again, I don't—nobody don't, nobody here is predicting the playoff or even getting to Charlotte at the end of the year. But I think we're going to continue to see steps forward. And we're putting the foundation in. Florida State is, fortunately, is putting the foundation in. To to basically say, Well, man, all the cards are on the table, right? Like, you know, we're giving you everything you want from a marketing perspective. We're giving you everything you want from a facility perspective and in a, a football stadium perspective and a game day experience perspective, and everything else that Michael has talked about on the show. And now it's just like, man, what once the football team puts it in gear, once they get it going, which I think again, we take a step forward this year, and I think next year is really the year where you see it kind of come to come to fruition, then I think that, that's when it that's when it gets fun really fun here in Tallahassee again. So um, no, we're not, uh, we're not doing an instant recap of the uh, FSU BC game. So they won uh, the series. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Any other thoughts on the football only facility before we get off of that?
1: Yeah. Cause you mentioned the booster tours and I actually did that with my dad once. Um, Cause I, when we had season tickets up there just after I graduated and I remember going into the Moore center on game days before the, um, indoor practice facility facility was built, they would have the renderings right there for all the recruits to see. Like it was when you walk in and they didn't have it built yet, but you had those renderings right there. So I'm sure they will do that with this as well. And, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, it, it's helpful because, you know, it, you kids are looking to take official visits and they're trying to figure out where do they want to go? And uh, if they see, oh, they, they're building something like this, uh, that's, that's an easier thing to say. Because if if you're looking at, you know, you only get five official visits if you're a recruit. And you're saying, oh, Clemson has this. uh, Alabama has this really nice facility. Um, Arkansas has some of the best facilities anyone's ever seen, and they don't win any games, but they get recruits to visit there because of that stuff, because it's, hey, come see what we have to offer at least. And, uh, you know, and that could pay off it you know, as far as build rebuilding this roster, you know, we talked a little bit with Jeff about how, you know, that we think the team will be better, but we're still lacking the talent, you know, the elite talent to be able to compete with the Clemson and get to Charlotte and, and get back to a playoff. So it's just a, a lot of great news in one week from the upgrades to the, to Doke that are coming to the football only facility and the apex name, image, and likeness all kind of came in within seven uh, days of each other, all right around the spring game. And, uh, you mentioned how Florida State's stepping up one place they've really stepped up is social media. they have done a phenomenal job getting these messages out. Uh, the video they did with the name, image and likeness, the way they presented the football only facility, no. just a huge step up from a social media standpoint alone from, you know, back when we were embarrassing ourselves, putting, you know, Nike vapor gloves on civil rights leaders.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Florida state has taken a massive step up on social media and, and I believe they now have people running the social media that actually care about Florida State. So that's a big help as well, um, something that has changed from the old regime to the new. Um, so, yeah, no, really good news there. Good things happening all around Florida State. Spring wrapped up. We talked about that with Jeff a little bit. Um, now we get kind of into the dog days of summer. We get to see some of these other sports finish out their seasons. Um we have kind of tried to keep you updated, at least at some points, on other sports and how they're doing. And So we like to go around the horn with uh, FSU Sports and give you little updates here and there. Uh, beach Volleyball went 4-0 and on the weekend. They are as good as they've ever been. They suffered a couple of defeats a few weeks ago against some really, really good opponents, top five opponents. But uh, really, really good Beach Volleyball Weekend 4-0 and this weekend. Uh, baseball won their series 2-1, to lost today's matchup with Boston College but did win that series. Softball swept Syracuse. I think that was a four-game series, if I'm not mistaken. And then women's tennis heads to the ACC tournament as the number two seed. That will take place this week. Um, I was talking with Coach Hyde before the show, and um, she told me – hopefully I'm not like breaking any rules or any news or anything like that. She's going to stop telling me stuff if this is getting her in trouble at all. But she told me that it it does look like Florida State will – most likely end up hosting um, the first and second rounds in Tallahassee. So th- for those not familiar with how uh, softball, I'm sorry, how women's tennis um, playoffs work, it's much like softball and baseball, like where you you play your conference tournament and then you go, uh, you, you know, you have regionals per se well yeah they're called regionals and and the top seeded teams in the country would would play those at home in an effort to limit the travel i don't believe there's a super regional this year they're going to play the sweet 16 and beyond in orlando um so richie and i talked about if they make the seat 16 which we expect them to I think they will as a top five program in the country uh it'd be cool to go over there and see them so it's a ticketed event hopefully 50 capacity maybe 100 percent by then we don't know how May is going to look just yet, but um, it'd be cool to go see them. So if you're in the Central Florida area and they make the tournament, go out and support them. Richie and I will be there. And uh, there's no Guthries in there, so we won't buy you any food, but we'll come say hi and maybe bring you a koozie or something. Um, I also saw, uh, you know, a team that has not gotten a lot of uh, a lot of run because their season was so weird this year. Women's soccer, the number one team in the country, they. Uh, stopped playing at the end of 2020 and have just been waiting for their tournament to happen. Their tournament is going to begin late April. So April 27th, we'll have a show before we get to their tournament starting, but their tournaments going to happen in a little over a week from now. Their selection show is uh, tomorrow, April 19th or today. If you're, if you're listening to this in podcast form, so um, they should, I mean they're the number one team in the country, so they should get a pretty good seed. And then the the first round is like I said in about a week and a half. Second round later that week. Third round the next week, and then the um, quarterfinals, uh, semifinals, and championship shortly after that. So their tournament runs um, from like middle end of April to like middle of May. Championship would would be like May seventeenth. So um, fun things there, coach. Uh, Kirkorian, yeah, we need to get him on the thing. show. Yeah, he. As soon as they win the national championship, we'll have him on for sure. I, I don't want to mess with them before then, but uh, they are fantastic. Number one team in the country. And so again, they don't get a lot of love because their season was cut up and so short and weird this year with COVID and everything else. But thank God things are getting back to normal now, um, and are pretty normal in a lot of places. So they uh, they will be a fun team to follow over the next few weeks as that is going on. Um, but there's your little FSU sports update of what's going on with other teams. Uh, we're still waiting on the um, still waiting on the um, what am I thinking of
1: Richie? Why can I not?
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, on that basketball commit that didn't end up happening. yet, Did it?
1: No, he's uh, the Epton Reed. Uh, you know, he was supposed to commit uh, Thursday when we were uh, recording with Jeff, actually it never happened. It didn't happen Friday. And his mom said he's pushing it back a little bit. I don't know if that's good or bad for Florida state. I tend to think it's probably good. Cause we literally just got back into his recruitment with the news of bossa, copper uh declaring for the draft. So I, I think that's hopefully a good thing for us. Um, but we're up against LSU who has a head coach who, uh, you know, was on the recording saying he pays his players and he's still the head coach there. So we, we know we got an uphill climb as far as that goes.
0: Um. Another thing that we didn't talk about, which we'll just mention this really, really quickly. We we talk a lot about people becoming boosters. Like we said, we talked about how uh, Florida State was uh, had hit over 70% of their donations. In fact, while we're talking right now, this is the beauty of uh, live radio right now. I can kind of look it up and see if they put out a new update um, since after the spring game. Uh, do. do, do, do. I don't see it. I don't see what the update would have been um, this week. I don't see it going out, um, but I will check in with them and see if we can get an update on it. But um, as far as we last knew, um, not Saturday, they just passed, but on the 10th, they were like 70% um, of the way to their goal. I would imagine they took a little bit of a jump after that. So hopefully we're around 75, 80% after the spring game and got some good commitments there. Um but almost to their goal. One of the cool benefits right now is that series. Somebody mentioned it in the chat. Um, oh, Brandon mentioned it in the chat. That Brewster only video series has been fantastic. They're not super long episodes, they're like 10, 12 minutes, but they're shot very, very well. It's it's very much like the Showtime series that you remember in 2016, but a little bit more behind the scenes. Like the Showtime series, I thought, and Richie, we've never really kind of like talked about this on the show. I, I didn't think the Showtime series was great. Uh, and and it was good for what it was, but as somebody that was so like tuned into the program and so doubt, none of it was like breaking any news for me, right? Like it was very yeah. high overview, high level. Like here's what's going on at Florida State, which was fine if you weren't a Florida State fan. If you were a Florida State yeah. fan, like you knew every single thing that had happened. Yeah, you missed. I mean, like you didn't know some like the silly banter that'd be going back before back and forth between like Everly and some different guys. But like whatever, like they're college yeah. kids. I'm sure they're funny, but like this is really really good really really insightful you get to know some of these coaches and some of these players and you get some of their personality a lot of roster turnover and so you know don't you know i don't think people are going to go out and sign up to be boosters because they're putting a um you know 10 minute video out every couple of weeks but i will tell you like it is really really cool and so again we we tell you every week you can go to boosters.fsu.edu and you can sign up for Five dollars a month, you can pledge and be a booster, support these kids, support these athletics, support these initiatives that Florida State's got going on. And it's nice when they reward you with some little things like the um little mini series that they've got going around right now. The two episodes have come out so far, both fantastic. The last episode said was was we on fries. So it was (laughs) it was it was all about us. Um, you know, all about us. Double fry. No, I'm just kidding, it wasn't, but (laughs) It was I, but I, but I screenshotted it and clipped it and said that that was what it was about. So, um, shout out to FSU, the boosters, and everybody in the production team that's running those things. Those things are fantastic, and I look forward to them every single week. But again,
1: yeah, this one's being we on fries was was pretty fantastic. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward. So this week on the 21st, the one that's releasing is uh, all about McKinsey Milton and his comeback, and I know our fans are gonna love that. That they've been great so far. Um, like you mentioned the Showtime series it was cool for the exposure for the program but it kind of sucked like after we uh, you know lost to Louisville 63 to 20 and had to watch it and it was a blast to watch after the Orange Bowl and after the game so for me that that series was only as good as the game we played that week like I did not enjoy the post North Carolina one Um, I did not enjoy seeing Promise notes but we we won't go down that rabbit hole but this one it's nice because like you mentioned it's Made for your hardcore Florida State fans, the people who want to donate to the program and help them out because it's it's been a phenomenal show so far. Like I said, really looking forward to uh McKinsey Melton's comeback this week. Uh then the last few episodes are going to do FSU's Pro Date, the NFL draft, the staff, and then May 19th will be the final one. It's all about Coach Norvell, which I'm really looking forward to. And uh hopefully we can uh, you know, twist someone's arm and get them on the podcast here in the near future.
0: Yeah, I'm all about it. Um Somebody commented that even though if it's an FSU pod, I think Messi getting banned from the 2022 World Cup gets a comment. Uh, well, I'll give you the shout out for for the comment. I um uh, I don't know a ton about the Europa Super League that's that's coming out. Um, that they're talking about um, six
1: billion dollar league. That'd be nuts.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm not very well researched into it, you know. But I do think that UEFA and FIFA are both absolute shams and terrible organizations, and <laughs> so I have no problem. You know, if if we found out that the NBA was as corrupt as, like, FIFA and UEFA and stuff like that are, you know, like, FIFA's, like, literally killing people, like, to have a build stadiums yeah. for World Cups and stuff like that. So, like, if we found out the NBA or the NFL was, like, as corrupt, and they very well may be, but, like, if we found out they were that corrupt and, like, LeBron and KD and all them said, like, we're going to start our own league because you guys are corrupt, like, nobody would say anything about it, you know? But yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, Messi and those guys, you know, like, these teams are, are doing – the right thing or the wrong thing out there in europe but uh i mean i don't really care as long as i get to watch you know the goat play here and there that's fine so um the uh the fact that messi won't be in the 22 22- world cup doesn't really matter because argentina is so terrible that like they just let me down every time i try to watch them anyway so maybe the usa can sneak into their spot so i, I don't um, get into
1: it a whole lot but i i saw he had 30 goals for his 13th consecutive season that's that's pretty nuts man and i'm not even a huge soccer guy but that's wild
0: yeah i it's you know this being an fsu pod everybody like <laughs> it in, it's like man what in the world are they talking about um Yeah, he is absolutely – like, I am such a homer, right? And so, like, the big debate is, uh, you know, Messi or Ronaldo, Messi or Ronaldo. If you ask Messi fans, they say – if you ask Messi fans, they all say that he's the greatest. If you ask Ronaldo fans, they all say that Ronaldo is the greatest. And if you ask anyone else on the planet, they say Messi is the greatest. So, I mean, that – you know, like – and that's not, like – that's not just my like clever way of saying like, oh, it's messy. But like he, the fact that he's the best dribbler in the world, the best passer in the world and the best finisher uh, is just ridiculous. Like it's like the Gretzky stat. Like if he took away all of his goals, he'd still have the most points, points in, yeah. in NHL history. Like that's kind of like, if you told Messi, like he could just never shoot again, um, he would have more successful dribbles and more assists than anyone else, but you don't have to tell him that because he already has more successful dribbles and more assists than everybody else in the, in the world. You know? So it's just like the fact that he has been able to do this in such a long time for such a, you know, at such a high level is, is really insane. It, it's, it kind of blows, uh, blows all logic. He's coming to the end of his career for sure. Like he's winding down, but, uh, it's still a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, they won a trophy yesterday. They played in the, uh, spanish cup and yeah, it's called copa del rey they played in the spanish cup and uh and won that i think it was four to nothing five to nothing so a lot of fun there um
1: so shout out to my guy uh <laughs> maybe he, i can get him uh, at orlando city for two years like we had kaka uh, when dude, uh, we started the, <laughs> program, the
0: dude yeah the if he
1: comes if he comes to
0: orlando or or miami like i'm definitely gonna be going to some of those games so shout out, shout out to my guy uh for bringing up Messi on this FSU podcast and getting <laughs> me to talk about him. Uh,
1: speaking of shout outs, do you have anything
0: before we get out of here?
1: Um, not really. I, I guess real quick shout out Kenny Shaw. You know, he he's had a camp for the Orlando youth, uh, probably about five minutes from my house yesterday at Dr. Phillips high school. Um, really cool. So, you know, Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, a a lot of, uh, former greats out there. So it was just cool to see, you know, a former Noel giving back to the community and being able to host a camp at his high school where he played. I, I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, no, really good on Kenny Shaw. Um, saw like you said, a lot of former FSU guys out there, obviously headlined by Jameis. He's the big, um, big name anywhere he goes, but Dak Prescott being out there was, was really cool too. And then of course some, some other FSU guys, some other legends and stuff that, um, that have contributed to FSU and stuff. So that was really, really cool to see. Devonte was out there. There were some big ones yeah. for sure. So um good on Kenny. And then I'll, I'll use my shout out again for the, uh, for the boosters, man. We, we try to show them a lot of love. We try to show them, um, we, we appreciate what they do. We appreciate the vision that they have. You know, we're not, uh, we're not like traditional media. We're not, um, you know, we're not getting rich off this thing. We're not 247. We're not War Chant. There's nothing wrong with those programs or, um, there's nothing wrong with those entities. Um, I'm really good friends with Newberg and Sinone and, um, have nothing but respect for those guys, but that's not our game on this. We are two Florida State fans that want to see Florida State succeed and thrive. And so we don't ask you to give us money. We, uh, don't ask you to give us anything for these podcasts or anything like that. We would rather you take that to the boosters and, um, you know, instead of paying for us or any other kind of Florida state media, we would say put that back into the school and put that back into the athletic program. So boosters.fsu.edu. Um, again, nothing wrong. If you do pay for content in any kind of way, you could pay me if you want, you can sign in my DMS. I'm, I'm sure I'll take it. But hit, hit the I'm, merch uh, store and get a double fry. No slosh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we try to, we try to shout them out. We try to direct uh funds that way because we that's what's most important to us is, is that the program succeeds and thrives and so boosters.fsu.edu let's get that to a hundred percent let's get that to goal and um man that's the way to get this back on track is is for us to all be kind of pointing in the same direction um man i played the montage on thursday so i, I think it was your suggestion but i played it anyway so i'm taking that <laughs> one. do you have a song for us tonight do you have anything going uh i'll text you afterwards i have nothing off the top of my head <laughs> I feel like you just leave these people in such expense when you don't have a song ready. We need to have a song ready so I can play it out on the way we, on, when we go out from the live show. But anyway, it's all good. So we will be back next Sunday night. I don't think we're doing, Oh, we've got a special guest next Sunday night. I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah. but time. We're bringing it. We're bringing a little bit of heat next Sunday night. Kind of just like nonchalantly said that uh, we could have a pop-up show before this um, with, you know, another guest or two, but we'll keep you updated on that. But yeah, next Sunday night, you're going to want to tune into this one. So, uh, be here live next Sunday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And until then, we'll see you guys later. Go, Knowles. New York to the dirty, how they loving it, play. Baby, you impressive, let's get to know each other. You the best of the best. And you gotta love it in the dress, it's the sexiest. I had to tell her she's a young Janet Jackson, live and living color. Look at mama, you're dead wrong for having them pants on. capris cut low, so when you shake it, I see a thong. Our pockets full of dough, shaking feathers to the moon. And it's bad boy, and Nelly, man, somebody better want him. He yeah, your He can even do it, slow. You can even do it. Continue you my running, yeah Cause we gon' board it till the lights come on And then my song stop Cause my mic's
1: still on Yo, me. I'm the big booty type I like them thick with they mind right oh. Bangin' personality, conversate when the time right no. I'm not hard, I got women to handle that They be like, he the man when I'm really a thundercat Come on, you know the tits connect like Voltron Collect so much Popo thinking we Molons My Kohans don't match that it matches
0: her hair. Rap and a cease that I got in the lap. I'm just a juvenile. Cause I be about G's. Keep the women. wheezy, men. They say they have my babies. I'm young like Turk. I like that cash and that money. I'm gonna eat my money. Man.